It's the middle of the day in the middle of the week, and you're listening to another Fuller sh- Show with Josh Fuller. You're on KTXF The Real. Oh, it looks like I got to make new stingers, Randy. We got uh, oh, It's no, no longer the middle of the day in the middle of the week. Now it's it's nighttime, and that's why I played Ain't No Sunshine. See? That's radio, <laughs> folks. You play <laughs> sort of... Uh, Sort of doing that. So we're here on our very brand new night. Everything seems to be working just okay. And we have my friend from way back in the day, Miss Heather Raylene, on the blue couch here in the studio. What's going on, girl? Oh, happy to be here. How are you? Um, amazing. I'm glad you answered your text messages today. None of my yeah. band members could be bothered. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Randy, Randy answers all the time. Randy's turned into my unofficial co-host, and eventually I'm going to have to pay him to be here. Yeah, but. Nah. I think he enjoys it. So oh, I do. I do. This is always fun. I get to see everybody and meet everybody that comes through here, and we have a good time. We talk about all sorts of good stuff and yeah. everything that's coming up and everything that's going on in the artist's lives and, uh, and just have some fun doing it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty awesome. We missed you last week. You didn't... Uh... Yeah, I had a previous engagement mm-hmm. and, uh, in, in the city, right. so I had to go and uh, take care city. of that business. You know, hey. You know, sometimes you got to make a real, you got to yeah. make some real money every now and then. So, <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know anything about it. So here's the part where I awkwardly say, uh, "You're listening to me on KTXF, the real." But if uh, you're listening, that means you already knew that, and you found it, and it's on, you're on the TuneIn app already. But for you podcast listeners later, that's how you listen to this show live, and you can be a part of it. Um, and then you can go to the KTXF um, page. And I will create a show thread in a minute because I forgot to do it. Or Chris, if you're listening. Christopher, if you're listening and you want to make a show thread on the KTXF page, I totally dropped the ball on that. Um, and we can make a show thread on there and everybody can talk to Heather. She She's Facebook living this on her Facebook as we speak. Okay. So uh, 
I hope the lighting doesn't suck too much, but... No, it looks pretty good on her phone. Oh, so. yeah? And, yeah, right. she's getting like all it's sorts of people hard hollering to me- at her. It's so. hard to mess all that up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the good thing about switching to nights is we get to drink. Yeah, well, most, I mean, we, well, could, we were able to drink before. It's just kind of weird, just <laughs> yeah, me and you sitting yeah, in a room yeah, in the middle of the day yeah, drinking. drinking yeah, so kind of got a weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it makes a lot more sense to do it the way we're doing it now. But uh, All right, so going into the weeds is what we do here. So welcome. This is... Uh, I'm trying to get a better name for it, but it really is kind of a, a cluster of a show, but that's on purpose. We do it just like that on purpose, so it's real and feels good, and we're just hanging out here on the, the fancy blue couch. I haven't mentioned this <laughs> before, or not enough before. I've yeah. done it every now and then, but this couch came from Steve, the owner of Dosey Doe, and it was in the green room at Dosey Doe, so a lot of famous asses have been right there where yours is now. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, there you go. Just add mine to it, right? Yeah. There's been there's been a lot of chicken fried steak gravy dropped on there and queso dropped on there. Whiskey. <laughs> whiskey and beer. A lot and, of whiskey. Yeah. A lot of Glitter. Whiskey. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> but anyway, I'm really glad to have you here. So I've mentioned when I, when I brought you on that we go way back, and I think that's a pretty good place for us to start a little conversation. Yeah. Way back in the Tuts days. And I can't even remember what year that was. But I do have a poster in my guest room from when we played Big Texas after I did have a band. And that was in 2007. So we were doing open mics way before I had a band. So I don't know about what time you came on to play fiddle with our friend Scott or not. But let's get into it a little bit. Let's tell everybody how where our relationship started and then we'll branch out from there. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Um I'm not sure of the year either. Um, I was going to Sam Houston State University, had a scholarship on violin at the time, and um, I believe it was my sophomore year when I first went to Tuts, mm-hmm. famous Tuts and Conroe, and um, yeah, so I actually kind of got introduced to the whole music scene through that bar and through Scooter Brown whose wife called up at Sam Houston looking for a violinist mm-hmm. for their wedding. So um, we were kind of talking back and forth about that. And then she had me on speakerphone one night and Scooter Brown's in the background like, hey, ask her if she wants to join my band. And she's like, you're on speakerphone. Hey, do you want to play fiddle in my band? And I was like, uh, sure. I've definitely never done that before, but absolutely, I'm down for a challenge. I'm in. And so like, no oh, rehearsal at all. Yeah. And I show up to Tuts and played a show with them, like, yep. as I'm meeting them and everything. It was... No, it just I, came in cold. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> really sure did. I was there. I don't Wait. know. I'm pretty I sure I was were. there. We were all together at all times at that point in our careers when we were all showing up at Tuts. And uh, the way that the whole thing started was kind of weird because, like, him and... I think him and Matt Rawls, mm-hmm. Scooter Brown, Scott Brown, him and Matt Rawls, I think they had been talking to each other already. Because they were both Marines. And I think they were coming to do the open mic. Mm-hmm. And Josh Ward was supposed to be hosting it, but he didn't show up that night. And then I stumbled in to play open mic. And it was the first night I'd come there to play open mic. So there's the three of us sitting there with our guitars and no stage or PA to play on. And so <laughs> I, and I'm pretty sure it was Scott that said, uh, hey, man, talking to Charles. He's like, hey, can uh, can we just play anyway? And he was like, Harold, you know how Charles talk. Harold, I don't give a damn what you do. But he, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, thanks. It's been a few years. 
but anyway, so yeah, we just whipped out the guitars and we started playing. And then Charles was like, you know what? I don't care. You want this gig? You can have this gig. If you want to, you want to host open mic, you can have it. And so he's he like, sounds like he's mad. Every yeah, time every time he talks to you. But he, uh, so Scott was kind of, I think Scott had already gotten some gear. He was like, I'll do it. I got gear. None of us had gear yet. Mm. And so we all kind of just helped him, helped him out and like helped spreading the word. It was his gig and we just kind of helped grow it from there. And it turned out to be Thursday nights at Tut's were some pretty spectacular I, I, I've nights. I've heard stories. I, I was never, I've never gone there and, and I was in Texas at that time, but I never got to go there because I was always working in Houston. But there was... There were some legendary evenings I heard about. Man, Thursdays there were, maybe because we were all just young and didn't know exactly what to expect, but to me it seemed like the most fun you could have playing music. Because eventually as we all got to know each other, we just jammed. Oh, we did. There'd be like 10 people on the stage jamming. Yeah. You know. It was nuts, but it was awesome. And we Mm -hmm. all loved each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was great. It's good stuff. Way to do it, man. That's just the way to do it. That's just to have a good time, man. Get out yep. there, play Absolutely. some music, have a great time doing it. I miss it. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna recreate something to to that effect at some point. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just I just Give miss. Me a call. That'd yeah, be great. I just miss people showing up to jam or like okay. We all have definitely our own little paths we're trying to take, and we want to make our brands and our names, and we we all want to do that. But I think at some point it'd be cool to set those aside for a time and just get together and play each other's songs and just jam out and rock out. Oh yeah. And oh certainly. Be creative. Yeah. You know, just because you don't get to do that as much when you are constantly right. playing shows. And I'll put the guitar down and jump on a pressure. cajon. I don't. I'm not a drummer, but I'll play the cajon. Why not? I played yeah. the drums left-handed yeah. at the RCC on the anniversary <laughs> party, and I actually did okay. <laughs> Okay, meaning if 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 you're good with me kicking a kick drum and using one stick at a time, because I can do that, but I had to do it left-handed, so that's an extra skill level, right? I get to unlock something there if it was a video game. Something, man. Something. <laughs> Who knew you were so talented? Yeah. So so Heather, everybody plays uh, violin and fiddle, and um, she also plays guitar very well, and she sings very well. Thank you. And you're writing as well, right? You do, sure, always yeah. writing. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the album, all eight songs I wrote. Yes, this album is falling for you. It <laughs> fell for me anyway. I hope it falls for y'all too. No, it's uh. Wrote it. Wrote it about Josh Fuller here. <laughs> yeah, it, I recommend it. I give it four, five, however many stars there are. I give them all. Yeah, you have just, all the stars. Yeah, it's good. You know what? I, did y'all notice? Okay, did y'all watch Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. So I, I pick out random things to to I don't know observe, and they I don't know what it represents, and I'm sure I'll get corrected, and people will say it's got a very good reason for it. But they had that little letter C embroidered on there with five star, or four stars, and one star was yellow, and the other ones were white. And I'm going, well, how good of a ball player can he be if he only got one star? <laughs> It may have been a Converse or something, man. It may have been a logo for a company like Converse. It may have been, but I just think if you're going to design a logo, why make it look like a one-star rating? Hmm. I don't know. I think that would be a fail in marketing. Yeah. But then again, it could be like some special person's name logo thing, and I'm just poo-pooing all over a great charity or something. That's my look. Like I do that. Foot and mouth disease is my thing. Yeah, when I say I watched the Super Bowl, what I really mean is it was on in the background while mm. I was like playing on my phone, and then Justin Timberlake came on, and I went, okay, I'm ready to watch that. See, I did the opposite. <laughs> Undivided attention. No, I, 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 I watched, actually, I didn't watch it any of the first quarter until near the end, because I was playing a little game, some Super mm. Bowl Square games, 
And all I really cared about was what the scores ended in at the end of each quarter because okay. I, I didn't have a dog in the fight. But then as I was kind of listening to it passively, just waiting for the scores to come along, then they start talking, giving the story in the background of the quarterback and he's the backup and all that. I'm like, I got to root for the underdog backup quarterback. I've got to. <laughs> I didn't care who won until that, but I wanted him to be good, have a good yeah. night. And, and he did, and it worked out pretty good, but. Yeah, you were uh, doing squares and stuff for your son's ball. Yeah, team we were raising like money that, for yeah. my, for the baseball team, and it works yeah. out because we we raised enough money that, except for the World Series that we got to raise money for, but the rest of the season we raised enough money that uh, hopefully me and Mama ain't got to pay for all kinds of stuff for the season. He oh, gets to go out and just play baseball. It can get expensive quick. It can. <laughs> all right, so we trailed off, and let's come back a little yep. bit. All right, roundabout. <laughs> so, all right, so uh, so yeah, so that's a great way that y'all met. You showed up. You played cold. I used to try out all my musicians that way. I used to say, "All right, show up to a gig, and if you can handle the pressure of doing it on the fly, then you're our kind of person." Because yeah, you can't do it on the fly. I'm, mm, we're just an on the fly kind of man, you know. It. I mean, I think that shows a lot for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, even sometimes when I'm auditioning especially lead players, I'm like, okay, you know, here's a couple songs, come in and play it for me. But then I'm like, okay, now try this one, you mm-hmm. know, something random, maybe something, one of mine or whatever. And it, it really shows a lot if they can give you that tone that you're looking for, because they might be good, but they mm-hmm. still might not be exactly what you're looking for. Right. So, I, yeah, that's a great I like idea. the ability to improv too. I mean, you can tell a lot and, and as you, especially you, you probably are a lot smarter when it comes to music than just like a regular old rhythm guitar player like me. I mean, I am a college but, dropout. Okay. But hey, too much credit. that's two years longer <laughs> than me. But, uh, but you can tell if someone's just doing scales like, Oh, I, I've learned all the scales. Let me show you. True. And somebody that really feels it can improvise and just really go for stuff. And, sure. um, and, and that's the person I want. But mm-hmm. then there's other bands that they want it to be by the record, by the book. If, don't ever miss a note kind of deal and there's a spot for players like that too but my band is just i don't know we're always trying but then again my newest band member has been with me for eight years so we have to do things to continue wow. to surprise ourselves yeah kind of impressive <laughs> my, all of my band members are less than two years with me. well yep. now there's been some weird things that have happened but in the end that that's true so like booch was my drummer mm-hmm and then he went and played with Ward for a little while mm-hmm. when Ward's uh, first album really kicked off and Ward was starting to get out there and start turning it, touring, turn. He's going to start turn again. <laughs> turn. Uh, and then, uh, and then just because of, because of the, uh, the demand for him to be on the road versus his demand to be doing his job, he had to back back out. And so he came back to play with me again. And then my lead guitar player, uh, things had slowed down in my previous life of a, of a band. And so he, uh, he, he, and I, we, he just parted ways for a while. And then I got a different guitar player when we started up again and then he came back. So mm. my original drummer and my original guitar player are still in my band, but they did have a couple hiatuses, yeah. Yeah. but, um, but yeah, man, I mean, when we've been together that long, one, our symmetry is great and, and we have good chemistry. However, we can play it in our sleep. We got to continue to surprise each other. And so there's always something new that they're doing. And that's what I love about it. Cause then I get to watch the show too mm-hmm. and be in the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now Kevin gives me a massage on stage. I had no idea that was coming. Oh, wow. Oh, I, need yeah. that. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. So. No, we did it. At, we did it at Coles. I'll pay extra for that. <laughs> we did it. I have my face in the eye. I feel like I must clarify. <laughs> I might want to clarify my previous statement. <laughs> 
what I mean was, so I have one song where I hold hold a note for for a really as long as I can possibly do it. Like I take a big old breath of air and I hold it as long as I can. Oh my. And so now, um, when I'm doing it, Kevin will walk up behind me. He'll just be like on my back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I remember that. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty. Yeah. Funny. It's, I didn't see that one coming, but I couldn't stop holding the note. I, I got to be a pro, right? right? You know, so, so that's our new thing. If you want to come see me get a massage on stage by my guitar player while holding a note. I just want to see how long you can hold that note and not pass out. I, that's it, really interesting. It changes every single time. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> it really does. It depends what time of the evening it how is. How much you had to eat just then. Yeah, that's the most, like, I don't, I no longer drink beer at a show. I just that's cannot. I burp and it's just not good. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I, if if you eat a big meal, yeah, I can't hold that note as long either. But it hurts to breathe. It yep. does hurt to breathe. Do you have any <laughs> any meals ritual? I I don't. Not at all. Okay, like, good. I, I'm I'm trying to get better at that though because it is it's hard. And then you've got like you know spicy foods or you know certain things that kind of they definitely mm-hmm. affect you when they you're do. singing. But I just can't seem to care enough. I can't. You know? I have like, never been able to care enough. I, I, I usually have to eat like right before a show or even on a break. It just always ends up being that way. Even if I mm-hmm. eat dinner like at five o'clock and then my show's at seven, like I'm going to be hungry again. And, and, if, so and if I eat at five or seven, then it's so show's over and I feel compelled to have to stop and pick up then you something it, oh, from yes. Whataburger or whatever. Right. Which is If the kitchen's still yeah. open. <laughs> yeah. I was playing, we were playing at Pacific Yard House and I was just, I had this weird thing in my side that we've tried to get it diagnosed and nobody can tell why the pain is there, but it's okay. That's another story. But it all boils down to just inflammation, right? And so Mike, the guy that mm-hmm. books us for the shows, he was like, he said, he said, well, you need to stop drinking that whiskey. I was like, I can't. <laughs> he I'm goes, a he's like, and you can't smoke cigars. That causes inflammation too. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and and you know, I go, he goes, well, he's like, do you need anything else? I was like, no, I'm gonna head out of here and go hit Waterburger. He goes, you can't eat this late. <laughs> and not a Waterburger. <laughs> no, especially not Waterburger. And I know all these things. This is not news to me. It's just something I can't. It's called being a musician. Can't fair enough. Yeah. It's tough life. Yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, all the you know, guys that I've worked with, I mean, there's either whiskey in the studio, there's there, there's always something going yeah. on. I mean, it's mimosas for breakfast, and there's bad food oh, for my. you all over the place, and it's like, you want us to eat what and go <laughs> back in the studio? <laughs> oh, man, that's brutal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taking shots and chugging is just a musician's conditioning program, it, like a baseball exactly player's it. running sprints. Yep. Yeah. That's all it is. You know, that, that, you know Jack... <laughs> You know, some Jack Rye or something like that. It mm-hmm. just helps loosen up those cords and yep. you know, get you right. So they um, at Pacific Yard House, I never had one before, so I didn't know to even ask for one. Get an old fashioned from Pacific Yard oh, yeah. House. They make it with rye instead of bourbon. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Delicious. Yes, Delicious. because there's no sugar. It's it's muddled fruit, so it's like mm-hmm. an orange peel and stuff. But they don't add syrup or triple sec or any of that sweet and sour stuff. It's just I don't rye. Think I've ever had an old fashioned? I never had one either. Really it's the new fashion. Is it? Okay. Yeah, you got to get one. I, I, I liked it. I probably yeah. felt like I was like too young at the time. When right, I was you didn't feel like you were old fashioned. Like, yeah, I'm not old fashioned. This will make me old if I drink it. Yeah, give me my wine. <laughs> Wine ain't old. <laughs> it's good for all ages. So a little yeah. bit more, um, 
So you went to Sam Houston, you went on a violin scholarship, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, and then you went out to an open mic night, and it just, and now it's all this? No, it was a gig, right? right? The gig was the first. Yeah, the officially first night was supposed to be a gig, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And then, yeah, then they were, then they started the open mic, or maybe he had already started it for a couple of weeks, but it was in the beginning stages, and that became like a practice for us, you right. know? Open oh, mic. Okay. And then, open mic was practice night. Yeah. 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 No, I, I mean, get it. It usually is. Yeah. Within <laughs> the first or second week, yeah, I met Josh and I met like I didn't even know how many Matt other and musicians. Wade. Wade Tanner. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You, Josh Ward. I yep. met him first. Cody Johnson. Cody, Cody would come in every now and then. Yeah. Um, oh, good lord, that was Hunter old, Hayes dude. actually rolled. Dude, through. were you there that night? I was. Oh my gosh, Hunter I'd, Hayes. Like, I want to hear stage. how it, I want to hear how it looked to you because I've told the story. Oh, I, gosh. I think I've told the story. Maybe not on air. I have. Uh, it's a tale of two two perspectives because okay. <laughs> the gist of the story will be fine. But it cut me deep when he was so talented at such a young age. I'm just saying. I left. I stormed out of the bar, walked to the gas station, and bought. I was still smoking back then, and bought a pack of cigarettes just to get over the fact that this 12 year old kid rolled up in a bus and showed me. Yeah, he was 12. No, he wasn't 12. He was 12 at the time. He was probably 12 at that time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. How old am I? Oh my god! I don't know. Are you serious? I am pretty sure he was 12 at the time. He's got to be 20 or so. Now. Well, That's now he would have to be like 20, 20 to 24 if it was 12 years ago. how old he is If now. it was 12 years ago, I'm not saying it was. But it, was, it wasn't, yeah. No, it was like 9 or 10 years yeah. ago. And so if he was 12 then, then he could be like 21, 22 now. And I, I think he's like 22, 23, somewhere out there. Um, Wait, I hope he's older than that. We'll find out soon. No, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the old guy in the room. What the hell yeah, are y'all so, talking about? So Hunter Hayes rolls through, and Hunter Hayes... If you guys know who that is, he's he's been doing great things in country music. But he freaking played the drums. Of course, he played guitar. He played electric guitar. He played the accordion, which I had never seen anybody play accordion live, I, I don't think, up until that point. I don't even know if he was good. I really wasn't sure because <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. But, but, I mean, it seemed like he knew what he was doing. And then he gets on the bass guitar and, I mean... Did he play the harmonica too? I don't even know. But like every played, instrument that was available to him he, that night, yeah. he played it. He played accordion. He played keyboards, harmonica, drums, guitar, bass, rhythm guitar. You name it. He, he and just, he was singing. He just threw down. And he was singing ZZ Top oh, and yeah. all that old like rock I mean, and roll stuff. Yo, yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's 26, by the way. So okay. that he probably was 14 uh, okay. when he rolled so, in. Okay. Okay. Even at 14. <laughs> come on That's, now. Yeah. He That's still looked amazing. like a kid. I think he started playing... Uh, Catfish Festival in Conroe, like when he was twelve or nine. Yeah, or he, yeah, I remember. He yeah. met someone um, when he was like three or something. I saw a picture mm. of him. He met somebody, some country music legend, when he was that young. I don't know who it was. If it was like John Connolly or even Merle Haggard or somebody like that, but there's a picture that he has, and he he like started playing instruments when he was literally like <coughs> three or something. Yeah, and then, oh, wow. He and he plays them all. Yeah. It's amazing, and we were oh, we were hating on him so bad that night. Not because not because he was bad, because he was so dang good. And we were all like, "Yeah, but he'll be burned out by the time he's 18. Uh, nope, he nope. didn't. He didn't burn out. Not he not uh, he just kind of went on to play at the Houston Rodeo. And, oh yeah, I was at that show actually, really? and I saw him playing. I was like, "Good grief!" From Tuts to here, how about that? Uh, hey, I, I mean, 
you know, on you the played radio. the Hangout though, so I've never played the Hangout. No, you didn't. Mm-mm. I thought you played the Hangout. No, I played a bunch of cook-off tents, <clears> and I played tents. wine gardens and beer gardens, and I played oh, a lot. Hideout. Of, I play, yeah, hideout. Yeah, hideout. Yeah, hangout, hideout. Yeah, and I played a ton of private parties in that area. I played mm-hmm. the Texas little the little Texas stage by the Carnival oh, okay. one year, but nope, never, never the. The hideout. That's a no, pretty, pretty good gig. You'll get there though. Well, yeah, you will. The, uh, wine garden. <laughs> yeah, you will. Thanks, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta give you crap. The uh, the uh, wine garden I'm doing for the first time, so you have right. to give me some pointers on that because. Oh, I I say I played the wine garden. I think I did. Cooper, <laughs> I know Cooper Wade played it a lot last year, so he okay. he'd be a good guy to ask. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, two days in a row. That's. March third and fourth, in case anybody. I wonder who's. Playing Everybody's wondering the rodeo at that on those days. Well, we thank God out. for the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can always look that up and have to. What um, what other shows do you have coming up? Um, well, I'm doing Charlie Diggs birthday bash. Um, I believe that's the next one. I don't, I don't have a lot of shows in February. I'm taking a little bit of time off, but uh, February fifteenth at Big Texas. Hmm. So uh, playing that one, I wish I could name all the artists. I know that I'll forget some, but uh, I'm really excited because Julie Roberts is actually going to be performing. And if you remember, Julie Roberts is the one that sings um, Break Down Here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said Julia Roberts. No, Julie, which everyone does (laughs) that. Julie Roberts, which if you remember back in the day in the Tuts days, Mm -hmm. Vicky Brown. Oh yeah, I I still talk to her. Hell out of that song. Oh wait, no, not Vicky. I did not. I don't still. Sorry. Well, not that I don't talk to Vicky Brown. I was thinking, yeah, Vicky Easter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. So Scott used to play that song for Vicky to sing way, way back in the day. So at Tuts. March 3rd and 4th, you say? Yes, at the wine bar. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini. Yes! And Alicia Cara. Cara. Alicia Cara. There you go. <laughs> Easy for me to say. can tell who keeps up with the pop music. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I am horrible about keeping up with Yeah. But but Kelsey Ballerini, I'm familiar with. I got to play. Oh, what's his name? I'm gonna have to pull out my little flyer now. The dude that wrote um, Dibs. I got to play a show with him the uh, in Dripping Springs. I have no idea who that is. Um, you mean she didn't write it? She didn't write. No, no. she. Jason. I have to pull out my little flyer. But yeah, no, I, I played a, a Dripping Springs Songwriter Festival, and I got to play with a lot of p- cool people. But he was one of the guys in my round, and he oh. played. He played Dibs, and it was pretty cool. They had cool. they were under strict orders to make it a um, gender gender neutral song, okay? Because they didn't know exactly who was going to cut it, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, she cut it and made number one. That's pretty awesome. And she did a great job. Yes, yeah, she had did. A great voice. I like her new album. I've been listening to it actually. I've seen some videos of people posting of her doing pop in appearances and stuff, and yeah, she's a great singer. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I uh, show. Mm, but yeah, so she's playing on March third. So now, while you're at the wine garden, you're just gonna have to find somebody to give you some tickets. Yeah, they need to get me backstage with it. <laughs> that's the only. That's you would think that they would just be able to give the uh, everybody you know people playing out there tickets. But the problem is they've actually got entertainment in so many different places right. in the park that they'd go. Yeah. They don't have that many tickets, so well, they yeah. don't have that many tickets, and they got to keep track of all of it. I mean. Houston Rodeo. I mean, on any given night, there's a hundred thousand people there, Mm -hmm. and you know you got to (laughs) come. I love doing that. I don't know why. I mean, that's a whole lot of people you got to keep track of, and I mean, it's a big space, but 
Uh, well, that, how about that Cody Johnson playing the oh, yeah. rodeo for the second mm-hmm. time? For a second time. Yep. Go on, boy. How old he was <laughs> when we met him? Probably 18 or 19. Yeah, I think he. I think he wasn't supposed to be drinking beer. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but that's true for almost everybody that was playing when I started playing. I'm way older than all y'all. Like we no, all. No, you're not. <laughs> I start. I see people post birthdays like I'm turning thirty this year. I'm like, dude, I've been partying with you for twelve years. It's <laughs> 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 like that gum. I know. Back in uh, so in 2006, I would have been thirty. <clears throat> So, yeah, so I was already in my 30s about that time. Yeah, I turned like 47 day after tomorrow, so don't even go there. Uh, <laughs> so can you tell the people again where they could listen, the ones that are on my live video would yeah. like to know? So if you want to listen to the uh, the good audio and not just what you're hearing through Heather's speaker or microphone on her phone, hey. use the, <laughs> hey, yeah. we're not doing Kelsey Ballerini now. We're doing, <laughs> we already passed her. Um, anyway, KTXF is the station. And if you use the tune in app, you can just search for it and then pull it up, add it as a favorite. Cause I'm always going to have cool guests. Heather's going to be hard to top, but we're going to get cool <laughs> guests in here. And, uh, but you can listen to the audio and then you can look at her through the video and then everybody gets what they want. And, uh, and then the people that give me this radio show will be happy that I brought more traffic to their website or to their Facebook yeah. page. So Certainly. we all win when we do it like that. And then you can also, if you just catch it for a few minutes, you can catch the whole conversation on all good platforms for podcasts and that type of thing after, uh, starting, you know, tomorrow okay. or however long it takes Josh to get it done and get it posted up. So yeah, usually it's uh, only a you day. You go back and revisit all of these wonderful conversations. Yeah. So, <laughs> High tech up in here. Oh, yeah. Got some Most people definitely. saying hi to you over here, too. Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, there's John. I'm glad y'all are listening. Uh, but, yeah, make sure you get the, the podcast if you don't have the TuneIn app and you can't listen live for whatever reason it is. But this is the perfect time, man. I mean, put the kids to bed. Pour yourself a drink. drink. Get, get in a bubble bath. Listen to the soothing sound of my voice. Oh yes, and uh, that's what I'd be doing if I wasn't here. Exactly. That's what everybody would be doing. <laughs> definitely anyway. the bath too. Definitely got to Gotta bath bomb it. Put one bath bomb in a bubble. Yes, I mean, absolutely. Not? You have to. You have it's to. Tuesday night. Whatever. It's Tuesday. <laughs> You can't get through Wednesday without Tuesday night drinking. No, man. No. It's a little after dark Tuesday conversation <laughs> yeah. with your favorite artists and stuff like that. So it'll be, it's, yeah, it's, it's a good dude, time. This is fun, man. I, I'm, I am glad of the new time and the whiskey. Yeah. This is good. I feel real it's calm much better. relaxed. <laughs> Life is good. Life don't, is good today. Don't have the sun coming through the window. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't realize I was a vampire until you just said that. <laughs> but. Oh, oh man! So where were we? so Hunter? So Hunter rolls into town. Now, did you go over how he rolled into town? He didn't yeah. show up in a tour bus. Yeah, tour which bus. Is how I knew it was a big deal. Well, what's funny was Charles came up to all of us and he said, "Hey, hey, hey, guys, get off the stage." <laughs> Basically, he said, yeah. "I got somebody coming to play tonight, and I'm, I'm gonna let y'all, y'all gonna have to give him a turn." Right. Well, all right. We just thought some dude's gonna come in town, borrow Scott's guitar or something, and right. whatever. What was it and like? A five piece, yeah. six piece band? Yeah, the whole damn. So we here we. 
And we hear it too because yeah. that garage door is open. <laughs> the bus comes in, and then they open, they lower the gate of the big old trailer, and they just start like, wheeling out crates happening? and cases. And then we're like, uh. And then my, they use my drum, they use Booch's drum kit. Oh, really? They're like, hey, can okay. we just use his kit? And he's like, uh, I guess. And so <laughs> they come in and just took over the stage and played, I don't remember how many songs they played, but it just, they rocked it. They were really, really good. Oh, they yeah. rocked it, but. Amazing. Oh. Yeah. And then you were telling me that um, Marin Morris came through. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm mistaken, but I am pretty sure that Scott found her in College Station and talked her into coming down and playing a show, and she actually signed the door. I remember her signature on the door. That's crazy. I don't know if that wasn't there that night. I don't remember it. But if that happened, that's pretty amazing. I, I, <laughs> I either mentioned it to Scott or I tagged him in a post about something and he liked it, but he didn't comment on it. So he might set me straight. Still undecided if it's completely yeah. true. Right. I mean, a lot of whiskey flowing back then. There was a, <laughs> I imagined a lot of things back there. <laughs> I imagined that I was like the next big thing back then. <laughs> whiskey will do a lot for you. <laughs> you ain't done too bad. <laughs> well, and mind you, just so everyone knows, you know, I was not yet old enough to drink and everything when I was hanging out back Were then, you, though? Mm-mm. Mm. All I, right. I was 19. Yeah, see? Everybody was so young back then. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I played shows with, with Scott. I played shows with you. Mm-hmm. I played shows with Cody Johnson. And there was only one bar ever that was like, no, she's too young. I can't let her in. Really? One, one bar out of all the Have you played there played, yet since? No, I have not. Good. No, thank you. Because you, I won't say who, what bar it was, but it was like the crappiest hole-in-the-wall bar. It uh, was yeah. Like, and I had ridden up there with either Scott or maybe Matt, the drummer, or somebody. I'd ridden with somebody... And so, like, I literally was kind of stuck. So I had to, like, call someone to come pick me up because I couldn't come in and play this show. And then I was out, like, a hundred bucks, too. Oh, man. <laughs> it was not a good night for me. I was ticked no, off. No, that sucks. So you just have to get chill <laughs> outside. And I think it was, you know, like, just a few months shy of turning 21 at that and point. And see, smartphones, you're you're still young, but smartphones really weren't that great back then, either. They weren't. No. It's not I like, like now, phone. I can entertain myself for a couple <laughs> hours if all of a sudden I had to just sit there with my phone. But my luck, the battery would be dead. There'd be no charger. Yeah. I mean, who you're kidding? It was a four-hour show. And we got oh, there yeah, an hour. True. Early, at least, so yeah. I mean, that's and then you time. got then they got a drink afterwards and break down. Exactly. Yeah, you're talking six or so hours. So that's what the parking yeah. lot's for. If yeah. you weren't old enough to understand that, <laughs> <laughs> there's no. always a parking lot involved no, somewhere. Really, that really really sucks. Which though, we could man. write a hundred songs about, but we could and we should. <laughs> we should. Yeah, you know, bar park. Uh, that's I don't think that one's been written yet. Which one? Uh, you know, the bar parking lot. Oh. What? Well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to dive into what I've seen in bar parking lots. That might be more of a Rodney Carrington tune. <laughs> but Personally, possibly. I'm the kind that it's like zoom straight to the car. Like I do not play around. Do not linger. Do not look left. Do not look right. Nope. <laughs> Keep my key like out, you know, to poke yeah. someone if I need to. Phone in the other hand. I grew up like, on oh. the north coast of Florida in Panama City, a big tourist town. So mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Uh, and this was way back 70s, early 80s, before cell phones and any other entertainment. Go out on early on a s- Saturday morning or a Sunday morning after all the shows had been at the you know the clubs and stuff on the beach, and you just walk the parking lots. You could easily find a hundred dollars and <laughs> enough I like contraband money. to I make mean, another another night, <laughs> and, an, and, a, and and enough contraband to get another three hundred dollars. <laughs> 
I see what you mean. I see what you mean. <laughs> you know, we were entrepreneurs when we were kids. <laughs> Everything seems so easy when you're a kid. It's like, yeah. yeah. And back then, it was even better because you know, it wasn't none of this, you know, no yeah. modern technology, no cell phones, yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. You go out in the morning and it's like, hi, hey, see you. Be home for dinner. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this YouTube video of this 14-year-old kid and he's doing stand-up comedy. He's just killing. It's awesome. Oh, but he was like, hey, I know y'all think that that people in my generation have it easy, you know, but I mean, we got it pretty hard too. I can't just go down to this gas station and buy my grandpa a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> and <laughs> and that, I was like, that's a good point. I used to do that all, all the time. The time. My mom would man, send me in to go that. buy her cigarettes when I was younger. Just walk right yeah. in. She'd look out. The lady, the cashier look out the window, see my mom. My mom would wave, and the lady would give me the cigarettes. Yeah, hey, they'd leave us our asses in the car all yeah. you know, for an hour. It don't matter. Just roll the windows down. I'm just They'll be them. fine. They'll be fine. There's a knife. Somebody comes there, just stab them. <laughs> That's so funny. So uh, where, um, how many years did you play with Scott? Um, I want to say maybe just a year and a half before I went off and, uh, I played a little bit with you and I played a little bit yeah. with Cody Johnson and then soon after started my own thing. That's right. That's yeah. right. And then, um, you've been playing for a long time though. So, so since you were 18 ish yeah. and back then, so you've been at it a while, but you finally got your al- an album out and mm. you're really starting to get some, some good momentum instead of the, 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 Paying the dues, playing the crap yeah. holes, and the, like you're actually you're doing it for real. Kind of feels well, that way. I mean, it's funny too because um, I feel like I did this completely backwards in the way of that I did play live for so mm-hmm. long, and it's like I know all of these guys, you know, and I know everyone, and then, and they all have their albums out, and you guys are all giving me. And I just took so long to like finally make the decision of where I wanted to record and what songs I was going to record, and like just the whole thing I was just so bad at like making decisions and it took me forever (laughs) and so I totally did it backwards and so I feel like a you know I've been at it long enough where I'm I'm I actually took a marketing class a music marketing class this Mm -hmm. last year so I'm like really trying to work on that part of it because it's so so big for any aspiring artists out there like you got to market yourself and I hate it and I don't like the business side of it and everything but I'm really trying but, um, you know, so, so between, you know, finally starting to work on that and then having the album to where I actually have like a product, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just like, oh yeah, you know, I do yeah, cover songs right. and, yeah, or I play violin or whatever. Yeah. Now I finally, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be viewed as an artist and mm-hmm. as a songwriter and all that kind of stuff. And so I feel like I definitely did it backwards, but you know timing is everything and like it is and you're mature more mature more experienced you're you're not just jumping into it you're right well (laughs) these are the things i told myself too because i did it backwards i I didn't i just released my first album three maybe now it's four four years ago Mm -hmm. and that was nine years into me playing out and live with a full band and just playing the same songs that are on the first album, but just playing them every night for and not having anything to give people to right. take home with them. And they're so mad at you too. Yeah, and we tried. <laughs> we tried so many times to do like a live recording. It's not cheap either. People. No, it's not cheap. And Tuts, the the big heartbreak was when we tried to do a live recording at Tuts, and we. Yeah. 
really pushed hard. I mean, it was the only time that we actually went out and walked the streets with handouts to give to people and put stuff on windows. Like we were, we tried to sell that place out and we did, we packed it out. There's, the outside was standing room. I, I mean, say, there was, yeah, I heard it, it was, was really good. and, um, and we recorded the whole show live and the energy was amazing. And the crowd was great. We had a photographer on site. <laughs> Everything went so awesome. It was a hell of a night. Four to five days later, <laughs> I call the sound guy. I say, man, you know, what's, uh, how, or actually I called him. I think I was trying to get a hold of him for a couple of weeks and I didn't hear from him and I knew something was up and I was like, oh my God. Cause ev- up to that point, every single time we tried to record live, something weird would happen. Like almost like ghost in the machine type stuff, you know, okay. there'd be weird noises or there just something was all of a sudden there was no guitar or just, it never worked out. And so he finally called me. He's like, man, I got to tell you, we, uh. You know, when I got home that night, I put the recorder in the garage or in the house because I didn't want anything to mess with it. So I put it in the house and then I went to sleep. And my wife, when she woke up the next morning, saw that the board, it was like a digital console recording board, whatever, saw that it was in the house and she didn't, it's not supposed to be there. So she walks out to the garage and puts it in the garage on top of his 18 inch subs and his claim is that the magnets and the speakers wiped out the hard drive. And oh I'm thinking a button didn't get pushed and we did the whole show without it getting recorded. But that's <laughs> Who knows? just me. As the engineer in the house. <laughs> right. I, I call BS face. on that one, man. <laughs> I see your face. Well, hard drives aren't like that anymore. Maybe back it in the day. Never man. have been. Yeah, but you can't. So uh, that entire magical, beautiful evening. And you know... I had already been accused of some people for that. I overhype things. And now it makes like everybody, you have to overhype and we realize that now that it's okay. But back mm. then there was some competition between some peers and I was informed that I overhype everything in all my shows. And I'm like, well, I'm just trying to hype. I don't have a hype man. I got to do my thing, you know? And so I was really worried that the reputation would be like, Oh, he made it all up just so that he could get people to come to the show, you know? Oh, yeah. But yeah. I overanalyze <laughs> every little thing and, don't sweat the small yeah. stuff, man. Man, don't sweat the petty stuff. Don't pet the sweaty stuff and don't sweat the petty stuff. That's how that's saying. <laughs> so Presley Lewis is watching. Presley is my other favorite girl. And I was going to ask if you've mm-hmm. had her yet. I have, I have not had her in the studio <laughs> yet. In the, studio. <laughs> in the biblical <laughs> sense? Or? Oh, Boys. my goodness Boys. gracious. Uh, but so Presley, anyway, Presley, Presley has an open... Yes, yes, she does. She has she has an open invite to come in. Y'all could even come in together if you wanted to. How fun. And yeah. Mandy Powell, too, because all she right. was watching Bring earlier. all of y'all in here. Cause we'll have a girl's night. Yes. It's we'll a three-seat couch. Crazy. I mean, you just don't even... I don't know if you can handle all three of us, honestly. Well... <laughs> and then if we throw I've, Jesse Roach in the, in the mix, like, oh, my gosh. All right, so this we has might to have happen. to move out to the living room. This has, I'm I'm sweating over here <laughs> now. Um, I'm very glad that um, we had this conversation before my wife came in the room to hang out with us. Uh, all of you ladies are invited. I know all of you very well. Well, I don't know Mandy as well as I know the rest of y'all, but I I mean I've always I mean I've, I've known Mandy. I just don't know Mandy. Like mm-hmm. we haven't hung out, hung out. But mm-hmm. in the biblical sense, right, right. <laughs> Not even in second parentheses. Sorry, I couldn't help it. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, she's la- she's laughing. <laughs> I-, I see, like, emoti- emoticons all the way across. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, 
So to the people that are asking um, if I'm going to be singing, no, this is just this is just an interview, but he's going to play some of my music when we go on Yay. Yeah, I mean. I think now's a good time I as any to play sure. some of your music. So Certainly, yeah. It'll follow this next. I have to do the commercial. we gotta, we got to pay the bills. And then we'll play for Fallen sure. for you. So uh, Sounds good. Yeah, well, uh, it would sound good if I would just have my hand on the clicker in the right spot. This is where Randy's supposed to be coming in. He's going to take over for me. But, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But anyway, so hey, y'all, hang tight. We're going to be right back. Let's enjoy the difference at Classic Galveston. Hi, I'm Howie Bentley, owner of Classic Auto Group Galveston, inviting you to the classic way of doing business, which means the customer always comes first. Meet me.
think I'm falling for you
That was now that was a major fail. Run DMC, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you be ill, and that's one of my oh, favorite man. Man, that's songs. That's a great one, man. Well, it's not even in the you playlist. You weren't even born yet. Yeah, I actually was <laughs> barely. I, sadly, was born, but I really have zero idea why that song is there when it's not even in the queue anywhere. It magically, deliciously showed up. That's awesome. I almost should have just let it play through and just freak people out i wasn't expecting to come back this soon i was gonna play one more song but i messed up so sorry folks <laughs> it's all good. now you gotta tell some jokes oh uh, so apparently one of the mics maybe it was uh randy's mic one of the mics were hot apparently and my wife was listening to us while the music was playing but so yeah that's the bonus you get with this show is that uh we ain't scared to talk on hot mics actually we are not at all I'm kind of scared, too, because I say some silly stuff. But what we did establish is that Heather has a whole family watching her, and they, um, they're they watching her on her Facebook live stream. And what we were talking about is that eventually that's exactly what we want to do as well. We want to face, yeah. we want to stream the shows with a camera. We've done it. We've already done it once when the band was in here. Um, as but, a little test run, yeah. But with us moving <laughs> to a new time and, and all that stuff, Stuff. It's a lot to try to change at one time, and plus Randy's only one guy. He can only be so many places at once. So, um, but when he when he streams it live, when we actually go and we do stream it live, it's going to be in high definition, uh, probably two camera shoot and all that good stuff, so that uh, it switches back and forth. So it's uh, it can be done. It will be done. Yeah, it will be, and uh, we'll be able to take and uh, you know have multiple cameras where you can see all of us, even though. Yeah, it's not really worth it. Mm-hmm. Somebody like her is in here, um, and be able to hear it all. You know, audio yeah. both on the. If Facebook, they have a choice between watching front, us, us, watching you, or watching her, her, they're just yeah, gonna look yeah, at her. You know, we just leave the camera on her the whole time. It's good. Yeah. And, uh, or when you have all your friends in here and all these other ladies in here, um, even if it's not here, I have. We have other studios and stuff like that that we're working on, and yeah. uh, we're gonna have a lot of a lot of room and multiple. You know, all sorts of good stuff. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm getting high tech. Yeah, did I tell you? Mm-mm. No, I'm sure I you didn't. I did. <clears throat> We're actually going to be shooting our first music video next month. Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah, so I did um, a Facebook poll um, asking between the song Falling for You and the song Come Over. Mm-hmm. I asked everyone which one they preferred for us to do our first music video for. And they said Limbo. They actually, well, oh. I only gave those two choices just because just because Limbo is not that country, oh, okay. if, you, if you notice. And so I was just trying to choose the two, like, favorites from what, you know, people just tell me what they like off of the album mm-hmm. that were also, you know, kind of more country, whatever. What I just felt like kind of um, was my style, I guess, if that makes any sense. I mean, sure. They're all, they're all my style. I wrote them all. But, right. But, you know, country, too. And <clears throat> so, anyways, um, they chose Come Over. Okay. So, we're going to be shooting a music video um, mid-March. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend has actually decided that he's going to let me put him in the video. All right. Well. So, you're saying I'm, there's a love scene. I'm real excited about it. Oh, listen. <laughs> Ooh, look out. I mean, you know, it is a love song, but, you know. Tread lightly on the love scene part. You know? mm-hmm. No, I got it. I got Anytime it. a guy lets you put him in a video, yeah, that's pretty serious. <laughs> that's a <laughs> big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and he, you know, 
he's like a quiet type. Yeah. So it's going to be hilarious <laughs> to yeah, see that, him doing that. My wife would be the same. It'd be very hard for me to talk her into being in a video. She just, uh, she's probably would decline most of the time. Oh, I know mine would. I, I, I heck, I decline most of the time. I'm, I, I was in a, I'm in a lot of videos here recently, but it wasn't necessarily by my choice. I actually get like kind of probably more nervous if there's a camera mm-hmm. than I do just playing in front of lots of people. Oh, like, don't worry it about really, the camera. Yeah. You know what makes, makes me, nervous? me nervous? Karaoke. I have me sang too. for thousands of people at a time. Mm-hmm. And, I need my guitar. But yeah, if I, but karaoke, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I can't, it makes me so dang but nervous. you just got to keep doing it. I feel a lot better now mm-hmm. than I did years ago. But you, yeah, if you just keep doing it, because you, you remember this story. I'm going to tell it again. You remember this story. Not everybody remembers mm-hmm. it. I was auditioning for Nashville Star. I do remember this story, okay. but it's a great story. Which Nashville Star, for you youngins that don't remember, that's actually how Miranda Lambert kind of got her, her start. She won third place. On uh, Nashville Star, and then look at her now. The two people that w- were ahead of her didn't even do anything. But anyway, so I was, um, I was, I got to do like a private audition because I knew someone who knew someone, and it was at a bar in Houston. And it just so happened that Scooter Brown was also auditioning, and he sang "Achy Breaky Heart" by <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. And to this day, <laughs> we still don't know why, because <laughs> he probably would have went all the way. If he would have chose like a more serious, you know, song. But anyway, he still killed it. But um, so I actually had him playing guitar for me while I was playing some fiddle because I was trying to get some extra points, you know, playing an extra instrument. And um, I did one song that I wrote and then I did one song that was uh, a cover and it was actually Leave the Pieces by um, The Wreckers, if you guys remember that one. So anyways... um, it had been a long day, and, like, I just hadn't eaten anything, like, all day long, and with, like, nerves, and I guess the heat of the lights on the stage and everything, I'm in the middle of a song, and you talked about holding out your longest note ever. Well, I was holding out a long note, but it wasn't that long, like, in the scheme of things, and, uh, yeah, everything started getting a little black, and then I started falling back a little bit, and then next thing you know, I opened my eyes, and I was on the ground, and Scott had caught my violin, and my dad was right there at my side. <laughs> and, yeah, they saved my life. Like, they really did. It probably would not have been good if I would have fell and hit my head. But anyway, so I passed out for the first time in my entire life on stage in the middle of an audition. It's crazy. So, like, to this day, karaoke still kind of terrifies me <laughs> because it just reminds me of that not having my guitar it's that whole kind of thing. But mm. I also did win third place in a karaoke contest last year. All right. And I've never won anything or, like, even placed. I've auditioned for The Voice, like, four times now, and, like, they don't want me. So so that was, like, huge for me. So I, I, I do feel like you get a little bit better. So just keep yeah. on. Because karaoke, especially you have a couple drinks, like, it's so much fun. you got to keep doing it. I enjoy the show that is karaoke without me singing it. And then, like, <laughs> so... I'm not going to name names, but I will tell you the next time you play at Coles, don't travel far for entertainment when the show is over. Sir, you don't have to go there very is, far. There is, is there anything? I don't think there, there is. There is karaoke, karaoke close, close by. by. There is. Okay. And 
We were in, we asked, my keyboard player doesn't get to get out much. And when he does go out, he likes to stay out and he likes to party. So me being the good friend I am, <laughs> I always keep, I always keep him company. So <laughs> we were finishing our first show at Cole's and he said, uh, Hey, is there anything fun to do around here? And the lady's like, not really. Uh, she's like, if you're in the, Splendora. if, if you're in the mood for some shitty karaoke, you can go to, we'll call it place. bar X. And so he's like, <laughs> Oh, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> that's exactly so what we I go want. over there, and it did not disappoint <laughs> at all. It was there was not a single. It was great. It, it was, was a full it was set so, of teeth there. It was. So <laughs> You're gonna have to tell me the name, like just off air. Off air. Yeah, off air. I'll tell you. Yeah. But it was. It, it did not disappoint. It was entertaining. It was like how American Idol always shows those videos of the people uh-huh. that didn't make it. It's right. like William Hung times a hundred. I think I told your sister about it. <laughs> <laughs> that almost sounds weird. <laughs> Man, don't be creepy, Randy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was um it, it's worth it. You yeah. gotta go. Yeah. Okay. But don't go expecting great things. Right. Go expecting the to greatness that is nothing is great. <laughs> And that's not, I'm not putting down the people that go there by any means. And I'm not putting down the bar. It's, it's an affectionate thing, but <laughs> karaoke, you know, it's not supposed to be good. That's the thing. Like, it's not supposed to be good. You're it's supposed to be really terrible. And then every now and then someone pops up that just goes, like, Whoa, where'd you come from? <laughs> but the bar's been set so low at that point mm-hmm. that it could be anybody. You never know. Certainly. But before I started having a band at all, the only way I play, I worked retail, and so I was only, I was never off on weekends, and I was very rarely off on nights. And if I was, it was like a Tuesday or whatever, which is Tuesday night, by the way. Tuesdays just, Tuesdays just got fuller. I was told that, uh, I was told that if I was smart, I would say that, and I did. He said it. So, uh, I like there you it. go. It, Bam. It's going to happen. I'll make stingers later. Uh, <laughs> I'll just isolate that. It's done. <laughs> but, anyways, but so, <laughs> but the only way I could get my music fixed was to go play karaoke there's just no I, I couldn't do anything else and i was oh, living in houston yeah. at the time and so i had like this little circuit that i worked and i'd go hit karaoke bars every time i got off like a tuesday and a wednesday or a monday night or something like that and i'd sing and i'm of course i'm taking myself self seriously you know <laughs> and everybody else is up there just having fun getting drunk mm-hmm. and for some reason every one of them had fried octopus isn't that the weirdest Calamari? thing yeah. is that what that's called the- yeah I'm, I'm not that fancy <laughs> yeah, but yeah, at the bar. I, mean, I thought calamari was squid. Mm-hmm. She's right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Maybe it was squid. All I know is it was. Bleh. It was gross and it was everywhere. It's fried rubber, and they would set them on fire like at the bar. It was I don't know. It was weird. I went to a certain type of karaoke bar. I, I think so because I've never been to that one. It wasn't Billy Bob's Redneck Bar. <laughs> <laughs> They uh no they were very authentic where they where they were uh, so uh, karaoke, they had the uncooked fish too karaoke, right? yeah karaoke was a thing a thing but it was I don't know it was fun so do you remember the time that I was playing fiddle with you and I think I was trying to do some backup harmonies as well okay, okay and we were I, I couldn't tell you what the bar was but we were playing and there was a woman and a man dancing. Just like all night long, they're two stepping and, and booty grinding and whatever else in between. Mm-hmm. And this woman, like, ran into my mic stand not once but twice to where the mic like 
fell over and hit me in, in mm-hmm. the mouth to where it almost like busted my lip twice mm-hmm. in one night. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? I believe that would probably be Shanahan's. <sighs> You're probably right. Because <laughs> they don't have a stage. And I very closely, I'm pretty, I mean, obviously I'm not the kind of guy that just wants to fight everybody. But you hit me in my teeth with my microphone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's game on. I'm, I'm, I'm about ready to get my $30,000 oh, of teeth work out of your ass. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah that, it, the only, I didn't know how to handle it. Shanahan. Like, no, it's hard. I mean, you don't, because you don't want to lose your cool. And, but, like, don't <laughs> dance next to the mic stand. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, get and over I, there. And I blame the guy. Because the guy leads, right? You know? Right. So I, I right. the guy. Not in 2018. And he was probably buying her drinks that got her that hammer. Guys aren't allowed to lead anymore in 2018. Okay, I think. you got a point. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Anyone? This lead? is Texas. It's still okay. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're still in Texas. Lead on, lead on, lead on. Yeah, hey, two step, and you got to have somebody leading. Well, the only place they two steps to Texas. Have you've been to Nashville, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Have Have you ever seen people two stepping in Nashville? The answer is no. I'll help you out with that I don't one. Think no, so. no, no, they, no. They don't. They will dirty dance to Anything? empty glass. <laughs> like they, <laughs> I went okay, up there. I have an announcement. All right. My grandma is now watching. <laughs> wow, the whole family's here. Okay, I'm we got to keep it a little bit of cleaner. That's oh, right. I'm <laughs> so they finally give me an evening show so I can say whatever I want. Now but, the family shows up. But, and I got to. Yeah. I mean, you do have a preacher's daughter here. So. I've been. Put on grandma bation, <laughs> probation, grandma probate, whatever. Grandma bation. Grandma bation. Don't sound <laughs> that's no. That's grandma little, probation. Uh, there you go. Oh, preacher's you go. daughter. I, I, I was uh, in studio up in Nashville oh, with go. a bunch of guys, and uh, and mm-hmm. you know, it turned out like I was talking to this one singer songwriter. He's a preacher's son, and and then I brought up another guy. He's a preacher's son. What's it with country music and preachers? Children. Gospel music. Oh, is well, it is it gospel or is it? I have I don't know. I have a so. Uh, I think Philip Griffin is also a pastor's. Son. I didn't know that about him. I think I I could have heard heard that wrong, but I think that he I know he grew up singing Christian music before mm-hmm. he went to country. Okay, and you know he he's like Texas country, so there's some rock in his music. And oh so yeah, for me, yeah. like. I think, and I don't know, but I think that for like the preacher's kids and everything, which it's my stepfather who's who's a preacher. So like I'm also kind of in the middle there where like my real father and my mom were divorced when I was young. And then it's my preacher d- dad that like raised me. Right. So like, yeah, but no, I don't know. So what I think is we, we like grew up on gospel and like Christian music. Like that's what I was allowed to listen to mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And then I think, like, I do like rock music a lot, mm-hmm. but like, can I really? Can I really go all the way rock? Can I really? No, I think I uh, have to go to a middle ground, yeah. you know. And country is it? But it, it, it we are very similar, it, it, very yeah. similar, yeah. Because I'm, I yeah, love to perform it, yeah. rock and blues, oh, yeah. blues <laughs> it's and rock. I, but well, I, blues and gospel go a lot closer together. True, but I can't yeah. write it. I cannot write rock. If I could write rock, I'd have been rock probably a long time ago. But That's when it comes out of me, me yeah. it's country, and mm-hmm. and it's just and and I like. The, I mean, obviously, I'm proud of everything I wrote, <laughs> and I've been. But I've been working really hard now on trying to write similar to the, like like when we are playing originals, playing originals, and then we break it down and play some random rock song from yes. the '80s, and we just. I mean, we're just shredding it, and we're all into it, and everybody's uh-huh. just 
the band's got a shot in the arm of adrenaline because of this song. And I'm like, how come I can't write like that so that every song feels that way? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. I think I don't know because uh, I don't know. I enjoy it. I enjoyed the heck out of it. And that's what's fun about like Stapleton coming along because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you can just like I only I don't I don't even sing any of his songs, but I I write trying to sing to write a song that would be in the same vein as him so that mm-hmm. I could perform it. Now, I did get tipped 100 bucks one night to play Tennessee Whiskey, and it happened to be a night that my voice was nice and fresh and crisp, and I hit that oh. note, and I was like, bam, <laughs> nailed that song. But, now, did um, you hear his um, Johnson Brothers album? I don't think mm-hmm. so. Oh, my God. I, I don't. Oh, I my God, it. I'm about to blow your mind. Yeah, well, do it. So, you know he did Bluegrass, Yes, right? yes. So, he also had... A band called the Jumpson Brothers, which was okay. Southern Rock. Oh. Yes. And so if you've heard um, Barely Alive, if you've ever heard that one, I've, I found mm. it on YouTube. And a couple of my friends, including Mandy Powell, covered that one. But um, that one's like one of the slow rock songs that they do. And it, it's beautiful. Mm. Um, I think you would really like that one. But they have several. Yeah. So look up Jompson Brothers. Okay. And if I remember correctly, I couldn't I couldn't find it like on all of the music spectrums. Like it's not right. on iTunes. You got to search for it. Yeah. You it's like a Bitcoin, it. but it's kind but it's of there. Like, yeah, but so Stapleton. Like well, Thompson, but with a J, Jompson right. Brothers. Huh. It, it's, there's so much correlation between... Uh, what we're calling, you know, to Texas country music mm-hmm. and stuff right now, and southern rock and roots <laughs> music, and 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 gospel, and and you know, and, and even bluegrass and all of that, they all have the same roots. It's it, it's all the timing, all of that is the same, uh, you know, or it's it's very close to one another. And you're listening to, to, you know, Chris and all these guys. It, it's truly, you listen to some off, off the norm Almond Brothers and stuff like that. Or you go listen to Derek and the Dominoes. <clears throat> and it's jam band stuff. I mean, Uncle Lucius, is, you know, did the same thing. You know, they're, they're known for the jam band, which they're coming up at Coles too, which is going to be a killer show. Oh, wow. Yes. In a couple That's of weeks. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. And, 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 you know, they're, they're going to part ways or whatever i don't know all the details on that but it'll be one of your last shows to catch for that and very cool uh so that'll be cool i think that's march 4th or something like that so that'll be cool um but it's all uh you know basically southern rock you know southern rock southern gospel um where I grew up at, you know, southern gospel is southern baptist you know it's that you know okay it's a little they enjoy the Holy Spirit, and you know you kind of rock out in church a little bit, and mm-hmm. all of that, and you know, and uh, uh, and a lot of the gospel music and the modern stuff, you know, they, you know, you got all the rock and roll stuff, and it all kind of all comes full circle, For and sure. it's just this one great group of, you know, music, and you can cross. Just because you don't think the lyrics would play for rock and roll, you just gotta have somebody that's got the little, you know, rock and roll gene to take those lyrics and mm-hmm. you know, kind of change it up a little bit. And, you know, the lyrics all work. It's it's the music you hear in your head that might be a little different. Right, right, and that's the beauty of, of so many different diverse people out there. Just their own perspectives and spins, mm-hmm. and there's. Uh, I wonder what the most covered song is I, I've, I've heard statistics about stuff but my brain I, I don't have a good memory but 
there's there's some songs that are out there that people are always like that's the most covered song of all time and then is it brown eyed girl i mean like versions from other popular people mm-hmm. like other other i hate to say famous people they're all i mean we know their name they're famous to us but it there's a I don't know. We'll, we're going to have to look who, that up. What artist recorded another artist's song and made it oh, popular Right, again the most times. Thing? Yeah, like, has, has You Are My Sunshine been redone by 1,500 people or, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a guess. <laughs> Take a guess of who... Uh, I'm trying to think. There's a couple that come to mind, but um, for the most part, there's... I mean, anything that Clapton did, I mean... Uh, he covered everybody from you know Bob Marley to um, and Van Morrison and everybody else. I mean, so uh, he would probably be the most the artist that covered other people the most mm-hmm. uh, throughout his career. Yeah, there's um, a couple. Of- <laughs> what I'm looking for, I'm not finding because I, I know there's there's some songs that Elvis. Uh, did that were obviously covered. I mean, they were obviously redos of other people's songs, but those certain songs were done by 50, 60, 70 people or more. Well, most of them were written by well, Carl I, Perkins, but you yeah, know. Yeah. Now that you say that, that um, I Can't Help Falling in Love has been covered mm-hmm. by so many artists. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Falling in love <laughs> with I mean, you. Uh, Haley Reinhardt I mean, just did one. This John Schneider year. covered an Elvis song too. Yeah, it's still the uh, that one's still the, the highest uh, charting cover of Elvis song. So, if you could get known for a cover that you nail or would or would nail if you ever covered it, and <laughs> it was going to be like, holy crap, she should have led with that. Mm. What what's your what's your cover of choice? Which one do you just feel like you dominate and put your own twist on? You have one? Oh. um... The light just came on that I was asking her a question. That was funny. She was just listening to me and I'm like, oh, that's for me to answer. <laughs> <I> okay. <know. laughs> so you are going to put me on the spot. Um, yeah. Oh, I put you on some spots. It's not every spot. That's not your typical interview question. I mean, like, for me, when I, like, cover songs that I choose, because people were like, well, what do you play? And I'm like, I just play songs I like. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'll sync pop and rock and country and whatever. Um, but I do get a lot of compliments when, when I do, um, Jewel, yeah. who will save her soul, but that was kind of like a mid tempo. So like, as far as like rocking out one, I almost feel like maybe, um, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, I need to Cause Jewel was, Jewel was hot back when we were out, when we all first met Jewel was hot. And so was that, who were those two girls that came out that were, Pretty popular back when you were, we all met at Tuts. Are you uh, talking about the Wreckers? The Wreckers, yeah, because you would, you would sing a lot of their stuff, yeah, I did. and you nailed it all all of it. But because uh, I remember thinking, man, she sounds just like, and I can't remember them oh. now, obviously, but I have my memory sucks. I can't. <laughs> my memory is terrible. Mine's just as bad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we went we went and sold a bunch of bulls and heifers the other day, and down in um. Edna, Texas, down by Victoria. Oh. And by the time, like, it was a long day. We spent the whole day at the auction barn, just all this stuff. And we got home, and I was like, I can't remember none of it. I just, my memory sucks. I have a terrible short-term memory. I remember it just as well as if I were to make up a story. Like, that's how emotionally attached I am to that memory. (laughs) Doesn't that suck? I'm right there with you. I'm going to have to take some ginkgo and some fish oil and some... Something. Something. My mom's... (laughs) 
My mom says turn the page. Turn the pages. For a cover that I so I do a little bit like Metallica. That's so I I don't know how chauvinistic it comes across to say it out loud, but I love it when a woman can really cover a song that a man did and made popular. Like I love it when she nails it, makes it her own, and it's Mm -hmm. just like I don't know, it's so unexpected. No, I like that too. And um and it's just And the same with a guy doing a a girl song. Like I saw a guy on YouTube Mm -hmm. and I've seen it like probably three or four times in my in my feed on Facebook and stuff. There's a guy and I can't think of his name, but he Kills I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. And he's playing electric guitar that's, while he's doing it. What's it's funny is that's this, I was going to tell a joke about that exact song. So No, you weren't. Yeah, I was going to say, I used to make people scream when I would cover <laughs> I Will Always Love You. They'd scream running away, but they would scream. <laughs> no, um, so Shiny Ribs, Kevin Russell of Shiny Ribs, he does uh, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. And that is oh, Awesome! Oh, he man. does. He does that, a great job of that, that one. one. That would be a tough one to. Yeah. I, I, I can see. I can always love you because I've heard uh, men sing that one several times and and kill it, just nail it. And there's a couple of other songs uh, like "Waiting on Joe" and uh, and uh, um, uh, a couple of Trisha Yearwood songs mm-hmm. and stuff like that that uh, were written by guys. But she performed them, and when you either hear the original songwriter sing it, you can see, you know, you can see how they would just kill that. Some songs that I played, but I haven't mastered and made of my own yet. Just kind of toyed with them, just for fun of it. Just like nobody's listening, so I might as well play whatever the heck I want. Is uh, the house that built me and Ten Man? Both those songs are the most well written song. Like the house that built me makes me cry every dang time. <laughs> Did you know? No. I just learned this. Did you know? There's and a I, rainbow star shooting over our heads right now. I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, so Tin Man mm-hmm. was was co-written by a Texas country guy, and I can see his face, and I'm trying to think of his name. Um, I want to say he's actually from Houston, hmm. and he used to play at, um, what's that place in Old Town Springs that we used to play at? Uh, Puffa Bellies or um, Winchy Brothers. Winchy Brothers. He used to play there all the time. His name starts with a J. Texas country. He's got blonde hair, but he actually co-wrote that song, Tin Man. Tin Man, excuse me. <laughs> Easy <laughs> for you to say. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, I mean, it was already an amazing song. And then when I found out that he w- and he was up for an award for writing that song, I don't know if he won it or not. Is it? Is it Jeff? Jim? I'm looking it up right now. Hold on a second. You'll have to look it up. But I meant uh, Walk Away Joe by Cheshire. Oh, that's a good song. A friend of mine. Uh, yeah. John um, Randall. No. Jack Ingram. Jack Ingram. No. Yeah, because he's easy to forget. <laughs> good God. That's the one. But, you <laughs> and know, you're right. Everything you said describing him was correct. heard from him in mm-hmm. such a yeah. long time. So. He is from the Woodlands, actually. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. Okay. See? Good old Jack. See? When he I comes back in town, I got to get him on this couch. Yeah, mm-hmm. do that and invite me over. I got to interview him on this couch. couch. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, you know. I'm going to have to work on phrasing. If anybody watches Archer, that's I love that show. He's like, well, are we still doing phrasing? <laughs> yeah, that's not. Yeah, No, Jack would be great, man. Yeah, know. that'd be a great I one, met him. He is, uh... I met him in Nashville when I was there for CRS week. And I was like, hey, dude, you're from the Woodlands. Is, this week. Is it this well, week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. John's up there, so. Man, it's, dude, that's a really fun time. You owe it to yourself yeah. to do it. Have you ever been there? You know what it is? No. I've only been in 
Nashville twice, and I, I wasn't there. I didn't get to like go to a concert or event. I was just there to record. So. All right. So the no matter what your direction is, whether you, I mean, I think as artists, none of us really want to just stay in Texas, but. Um, Whatever your direction is, whatever your end game is, whatever your goal is, I think that you can learn a lot and meet a ton of great people and contacts by attending the CRS Week in Nashville. And what CRS means is Country Radio Seminar Week. Um, and I went, you, you have to you have to pay unless you're a guest by somebody, and I was a guest, but it's still worth the money if you save up for it. It's, I mean, it's a few hundred bucks, but it's not like, it's not going to break the bank forever. But when you go, it's when all the radio people from every market, small market, medium market, large market, they all come into town and they all do seminars and they learn about what's, what's going to happen in radio this year and what's new, what's new technology, new techniques, new marketing campaigns, and just do all the stuff to learn, right? Kind of like we in Texas music, we have the Texas radio sim or we have Texas seminar. Katie Key used to do it with, with the Texas music chart and now Texas music pickers did one this year. But it's a week long and not just one day. And it's seminars for every part of the industry, right? Mm -hmm. So since all the radio people are in town, all the big artists come into town to say thank you to radio. And they do all these shows that are free. And they're, they're, I, I saw like 40 bands in a day. I saw yeah, everybody. Crazy. I saw everybody from Carrie Underwood to Brett Eldridge, who had hadn't even released an album yet. And it was like... Everybody. So you'll go to these Sony showcases and you'll mm -hmm. go to these ASCAP showcases and BMI showcases. So everybody. It's a crazy week. It's yeah. a crazy week and there's music everywhere. And once you pay, you're pretty much in. I mean, there's some shows that you have to have a, <clears throat> an additional cost or whatever. But for the most part, you're in. And to see a, the city move as fluid as they do, that's the, that's the other incredible thing. You know, if we have. A lot of places around here that I've played at where we've had multiple bands, it's always just this big cluster and it's like nothing's on time. If you have to have two or three bands playing together, they just kind of like, it, it gets all jumbled up and mm -hmm. way behind. Up there, they can sit there and blow through 20 bands nonstop and the music never quits. I mean, they, mm -hmm. the, the one band does like a five or six song set and then they'll get off. And then, then the other band comes in and there's no sound checks, no line checks or nothing. It's all just, they have a baseline that they start at and then they kind of work it from there and then they just go, but it just happens so fast and it's all so great. Went to the, like the Grand Ole Opry and there was just so many shows, so many artists and it's, it's cool. And so then the, after that, the, I forget the name of the, the bar, it's like the bridge bar or something like that Oh, yeah, at the I, big hotel yeah. there, <clears throat> they, um. Uh, you go there, and then all these people. I, I met Gretchen Wilson there. I met all these people there, but they would just come and party and just drinking. They're just hanging out. Now, <laughs> crowds would gather and they'd take their pictures and leave. But before the crowds would gather, if you happen to just kind of be in the area while they're drinking, you're just drinking with them. It's all good and like no big deal. But then if everybody starts giving way too much attention, then they take a few pictures and they're out. Yeah, yeah. a lot of those places. They spook. There, there used to be a couple places <laughs> on uh, you know Music Row that were like that, and they're mm -hmm. gone now. Yeah, um, CRS Week is like what Nashville would make you think, Nat, or uh, Hollywood would make you think Nashville is all the time. Like you're always yeah. bumping into people. I bumped into Crystal Gale, gave her a CD. Oh I said, gosh. "Hey, I know that people always try to probably hand you CDs and stuff. 
I'm not going to do that. I have one if you want one. She was, oh, I love to hear new music. And I was like, bam, there you go. Love your hair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am making a trip out there, but it's going to be uh, April or May. Yeah. I got to Nashville. It's awesome. Uh, so what's going on in those months? I don't I know. I've never been there. Uh, beginning of June. Uh, well, you got CMAs coming in June. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's the same weekend as Bonnaroo, I think, as well. So that's mm. down in Tennessee. They have FanFest, uh, too, at yeah, some point. FanFest is, mm-hmm. is coming up. And what studio did you record in when you were up there? The Castle. Oh, okay, cool. The microphones we are funny. Sound stage, the so. Castle. <laughs> yeah. With David Huff. Oh my yeah, producer. yeah. Well, I was. Uh, we did a bunch of stuff up there in Nashville a little while back with Bob Bullock and Paul Iam and a bunch of other guys, Glenn Wharf and Matt Rawlings and John Schneider and all of that. So oh. we were at Soundstage and you know right there on Music Road. There ain't too much left on Music Road now. I mm-hmm. mean, it's kind of gotten all torn down and they're building damn hotels and condos, duplexes like and condos. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was pretty funny that when I was recording at the Castle, you were actually there recording at. Ocean Way. Ocean Way. Seaford. Ocean Way. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, Ocean Way is a cool studio. Blake Shelton was recording the same day I was there. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I've got a I got a standing tour of a couple other studios that I I need to get into, so (laughs) that'll be pretty neat to go check out and the old Studio B, RCA Studio mm-hmm. yeah. B. Yeah. We've got a good you know, behind-the-scenes tour of that, and that's a killer place. And you can still record there as well. I was going to say, I, I was talking about Jack Ingram, and that's how we led into CRS Week, right? Mm-hmm. So the other thing about CRS Week is you get to go down to the media room and to where your media pass or your artist credentials are the exact same as somebody like Jack Ingram's. No. So you walk in, and all, they have all the media set up, and it's just this little gauntlet that you run. And if there's nobody at the table, you walk up and you're like, hey, I'm an artist. And they're like, hey, would you like to do an interview? And you're like, yeah. And then you do an interview. I did interviews for a whole bunch of like UK programs and all this other stuff. <laughs> and you sit down and it'll either be an audio or a video or both. And you just do these interviews and you just run the gauntlet. And I ran into Gary Allen there. I ran into Jack Ingram there. I oh ran gosh. into I mean, Tracy Lawrence there. So many people. But... The only person I actually stopped to try to talk to was Jack because I was like, dude, he's from the Woodlands. We got this Texas right. music connection, Something you know. To talk about. And sure <laughs> enough, dude, he was just like, I said, hey, man, uh, I live in the Woodlands too. He goes, oh, really? He's like, yeah. He goes, hey, man, here, take my number down. And if you ever need anything, give me a holler. And I've hollered at him a bunch of times. He never answered. But <laughs> it was really cool that he offered, you know. That's he the might answer. Yeah. He, <laughs> might, he might answer now. He might answer now. I got a radio show. But, uh, but no, Jack was super awesome. Gary Allen was super cool, too. A lot oh smaller gosh, than I favorite. thought he'd be in person. But he's a little bitty dude, dude yeah. man. You know, I did yeah. a lineup with him at Stampede. Oh, yeah. Rodney Atkins and Gary Allen. So I got to meet Gary just long enough to take a picture with him. Yeah. But oh, my gosh. Dude, he's a he's a beast. He's cool. He's I, I really like, like his Gary. His voice is just... Yeah, it's unique and it's beautiful. good. Yeah, like yeah. no one can sing a sad song like he can. Well, n- not many people have been through the heart, the sadness oh, he's I, been I through. I agree, but he was already singing. Yeah, you know, even yeah, that yeah, happened, he was right, already right. able to do it, and then it just yeah. got even more like heartbreaking Dude. and beautiful. Well, I did, like Gary. It ain't the whiskey, and that's a Greg Barnhill yeah. song. Mm-hmm. So Greg Barnhill also wrote. Um, uh, walk away, Joe, for Trisha Yearwood. So oh, same nice. songwriter there. Sweet, sweet. You know, Gary actually um, designs jewelry now. Really? Yeah. So I I, I follow him on, on on Instagram. Jewelry. And that's how I know. And yeah, he <laughs> like he designs like rings and all kinds of stuff. And so like he actually designed someone's engagement or wedding ring. Oh, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. 
And it's like kind of, you know, more. You know, all of us, all of us legendary artists do that. I do woodwork and he right? makes rings. Yeah. It's, and I, I don't have anything like that, but maybe I should try. You'll get there. Yeah. You'll get there. <laughs> You're still young. Yeah. I teach violin, whatever. You can <laughs> design hats or something when you, when you get to that point. When you make it, start making hats or, okay. or whatever, something. scarves. Maybe knit scarves, yeah. Yeah. Should I should definitely knit. My mom could probably teach me how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> knit That's or so crochet. Oh, my mom wants to know where I'm playing this weekend. I'm not playing anywhere this weekend, mom. Oh, boo. <laughs> I'm off this weekend. Yeah, I'm taking a little time um, in February. I have a. I've told you this before, mm-hmm. Josh. I have like some uh, joint pains and stuff, so I'm like trying to get that under wraps so i'm taking a little time off from playing guitar and everything got to man yeah yeah about to go on a diet too to see if it'll help mm. inflammation like inflammation talking about earlier, so. get get rid of that <laughs> gluten get rid of that sodium and all that stuff it'll help Ew, as i it'll drink my you. wine no wine's fine <laughs> Yeah, wine is fine. fine. <laughs> Red is better yes. than white. Yes, it's it is. coined here tonight. I, I feel like I owe you a high five on that one or something. But yeah, wine is fine. No, if uh, if you need any help with the gluten free stuff, I'm I'm not. I am a glutton for gluten. But <laughs> my wife and both my kids are gluten free. Have been right? for, have been for years. It's easy, man. And, it's and easy? since oh, since it's a fad diet as well, the people that actually have like celiac and stuff, there's so many products and alternatives that are actually good now. I've seen a lot of back in the day. Stuff. Back in the day, it was just terrible. It's a horrible food. But now, there's since people do it as a fad diet, and there's such a big demand for it. Mm-hmm. It's it's Being really healthy is like in now. But here's the deal: gluten free, <laughs> don't you don't lose weight gluten free because everything's replaced with corn and flat and rice, uh-huh. which are very carb heavy, and you you don't lose weight, but you White don't damage rice is gluten free. Yes, it, all <laughs> rice is gluten free, but you don't damage your gut. And you, so that reduces your inflammation as well. So it helps with all that. So gut, gut health. Gut health. Been reading about that. Who thought when you tuned in to this show tonight <laughs> that we, we would discuss about your digestive system? <laughs> yes, we're going to talk about working out and fitness and diet. Right. This is not really? the Joe Rogan show. I was well, on the treadmill for twenty minutes today. But it and takes word. <laughs> you go on stage for four hours a night, and you know you're doing three, four, five shows a week sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. I mean, yeah, we're just going to go with know, that. Sure. That's yeah. how many I play. <laughs> Maybe not y'all too, but not you know, so in right general. But I, I mean, have. I have. I played uh, five shows in 24 hours once, but yeah, that was Oof. back in my glory days. But in general, you three or four shows a week mm-hmm. it, it is, is a pretty brutal mm-hmm. show. Four hours a night and then, you know, set up breakdowns. And, you know, it's a 10 hour day. It really then, is. Plus People travel. Realize. They don't realize and, that. And the, and the travel and everything and the else. Money. that's in, mm-hmm. And then... Because you gotta have the PA and you gotta have the And then gas. you're getting paid oh, yeah. crap and then you're eating crap because you ain't got the money to go, you know, <laughs> and all of that. Social so engineering, dying. man. And then you're drinking I'm getting the my tinfoil hat. To keep going. They're yeah. drinking the alcohol and the Red Bull you're or going. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, your diet takes a second and yeah. your health tends to take mm-hmm. a second. You know, second seat, fiddle. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna go I'll, there. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, so all of that's really important because in order to you know keep up that pace and being on the road and, and and doing all that crazy stuff and night after night after night and when you get a little bit bigger and it gets a little crazier and 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 keep your sanity and keeping your health up and all of that to be able oh, to sanity. perform sanity you know it's all part of the business you know mm-hmm. it, it, it's uh you know, sanity is just a girl i used to know <laughs> um yeah the, i lost that a long time ago but um <laughs> 
that went away a long time ago. But keeping up your health a little yeah. bit and, and it keeps you going on the road, keeps you lasting longer. And then when yeah. you do take a break, it's not just a crash. You know, you're, you yeah. know, you're able to enjoy yourself when you do take a break. And I ain't getting any younger. No, I know you are. I'm, I'm totally getting younger. Obviously, I'll never be old. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I, I got back on my bike this week and I did a little uh Yeah, I did a little like I don't know, six mile ride and I used to be up to thirty miles a day. Six miles is a lot. It's not for me. For me, I, like it's yeah, still a lot. But I I got up to six I used to was doing thirty miles a day and I would get it in about That's an impressive. eighteen eighteen mile an hour pace. Yeah. Wow. But this one was, uh, well, it also was short. Like, I had, the sun was going down. I had no choice but to come home. <laughs> but once I get back in the bike stuff, then I naturally want to, um, because I go fast. I don't just ride it like a leisurely bike. Like, yay. You know, I go, I push myself. I sprint. I go hard. And uh, that, But then naturally, once I feel good off of the workout, I don't want to eat crap. I just right, don't yeah. want to. And then it, it's easy to lose weight that way. For me, it's just literally getting back on the saddle and just doing it. And I did it this week. Um, and then it got cold and rainy again, and I'm ah, I'm just not that I just don't care enough. Kind of like uh, the food, I just there's okay. there's none left to give sometimes, yeah. you know. Yeah. But um, but that's my thing, and I'm gonna, once once it starts getting a little more warm and all that, I'll be back on the bike. And then next time you're here, you'll be like, "Wow, did you discover the fountain of youth?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" yeah. Like, <laughs> look at my skin. Look at my skin. I'm glowing. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe. <laughs> It might be. If y'all saw the picture I put on my Facebook today, you would uh, totally agree that it could have been. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So I've been yeah, spending yeah, the whole. No. I, think I did see it. I did see that. I've one, been spending the whole day defending myself. That was like 1986, right? Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, so my uh, violin instructor from high school is also tuning in. Shout all right. out to Mr. Howell. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Oh, you! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Have you seen it? No, that's hilarious. What's so, on your face? <laughs> um, well, if you zoomed in, it looked even. It's hard to see it now. So my sister was a, like a Kiss fan and all that stuff. Okay, yeah. And this was back in sixth grade, so I'd have been twelve, which would have been a long time ago. So it Yesterday. was it was dead set middle eighties, right? <laughs> yeah. And. Um, here I am to describe this to you fine folks down out there in Radio Land. I have a haircut that is a feeble attempt at trying to look like Kevin Bacon, I think. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then, I, I would even go so far. And then from the Breakfast Club, yeah. My sister did not have Kiss makeup, black and white makeup. All she had was purples and silvers. And so I have um, <laughs> what looks like purple lipstick. And maybe like this purple thing around my eye with a line going through it. And oh, then I have like purple eyeshadow and eyeliner and my cheeks are done up um, <laughs> quite nicely. But for, for a sixth grader, I did have some guns. Oh, like, some, no, that's not yeah. a little weird science going there. on. Or? I had like a sweatshirt with this. the sleeves ripped off. Yes, let the pe- people at home. I have Converse on. <laughs> I have live view. I have that is eighties all over it, and I have my 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 jeans wrapped and tight at the ankles. Like oh, yeah. oh yeah, I used to do that. Yeah, yeah man, I remember those That's days. hilarious. That is that was me in sixth grade. I was. A, <laughs> 
that, the glory days. That was yeah. the glory days. I was, a, <laughs> about I was the a same skater. time. I was, you know, I was, I was stationed in Europe, so that was even crazier. Yeah, so that, was, uh, <laughs> that was a lot of fun with those looks. Yeah, Ooh. no, that's the year that that's the year that Christian Slater came out with Gleaming the Cube, and Tony Hawk was really big in the skateboarding. And oh, well, that's back oh, in the day. Man, that was back in the day. So, yep, I went from being a skater to a headbanger to lost to <laughs> to country somehow somehow i wound up where i am today and that's all right i guess but yeah i don't know what i was i was just everything so what happens when you i grew up on a farm and i'm suppressed <laughs> it's like I, yeah. screw it i'm wearing makeup now how do you like me now <laughs> here you go dad <laughs> that, yeah that, i'll work your cows but i'm doing it in my high heels <laughs> whole footloose story right we go back to yeah. the preacher's daughter and yeah, exactly. <laughs> the footloose thing right that's not far from the truth my dad didn't have a church but we had home fellowships and my dad kind of led the home fellowship so in a way i was a preacher's son in a way certainly in a way he wasn't ordained you ain't but, gotta uh, be but he definitely knows the bible <laughs> how'd that quote go you at you tell me do I know the Bible? Yeah. That was that's <laughs> old right there. Yeah, your good. your mom and grandma might understand that quote. You won't get that one. No, you won't. You won't get well, that one at all. Me. I think it's time for us to uh, a pause for the cause. To take a pause for the cause because Heather Heather says she needs to take pee breaks. So, yeah, just yeah, that, small. Right, small bladder. So, yeah. Hey, we're going to be right back to close out this show. We're having a blast. I hope you guys are enjoying watching it or listening to it and watching it on Heather's Facebook Live. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Times van, go out and pick up the rest of the band. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah, Lily of the Valley, Lily on the rug. Lily drove here in a BW bug. Am I on the guest list? Give her a shrug. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna be like an ice cream cone. You better eat it quick, gonna be long gone. Buy me a whiskey, get yourself stoned. We're gonna have a good time. Stone, we gonna have a good time. I said, 
If you've had an accident or just a fender bender, the last thing you need to do is tangle with the big city. When Classic Auto Group Collision Center can take care of all your repairs island style, our certified technicians can repair any maker model, and we back up every repair with a lifetime warranty. Classic Auto Group Collision Center now open at 6601 Harborside Drive. ClassicGalveston.com. Classic Galveston, enjoy the difference island style. Yes, we are back. Man, we've blown through this two hours, y'all. Oh man, it's gone by quick. We got we got a little while. We don't have to say goodbye exactly yet, but we've we're kind of oh. cruising cruising right along here. I was gonna ask what time. I'm it liking was. it. Yeah, no, I, I'm digging it. And uh, I've seen some pretty good comments on Facebook that they're liking the new evening vibe. Correct. Certainly. I think it's good. It's a good one. Yeah. We can drink some First whiskey musicians. and let it go. It's got a little darker, like that sun coming through these lights makes it really hard for you to feel just musician-y. <laughs> <laughs> you feel more like a vampire. Yeah, man. It's, you know, hey, musicians are night owls. They always have been. There's just something about it. You know, the sun goes down. and the, Our brains yeah, work. Our brains work better that way. Yes. Yeah. You know. There's something to it. I, I'm not a scientist, but I can tell you there's something to it for sure. I, well, I've read articles about, like, different people have just, like, a different body clockwork, you know? Mm-hmm. And some people are, like, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in the mornings at 6 a.m., and some people don't feel that way until Oh, yeah, you you put that post out there. What time do y'all wake up? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I get I'm up at both. 5 o'clock, I'm and both. it doesn't matter. So. At 6 o'clock, I wake up, and I just... when I, I'm one of those people that... I'm not trying to be profound, but when I wake up, I'm like, okay, I'm up. I can either wake up in a bad mood or I can wake up in a good mood. Good mood it is because I just, I don't wake up cranky. I, I might wake up tired and I might wake up like, oh, I don't want to do this, but mm-hmm. I, there's, I don't, I'm not bitchy when I wake up, you know? Yeah. But, um, that's what coffee's either, for. But, but just the actual waking up <laughs> yeah. is, is difficult to do before about 10 or 6 so. a.m. It's hard to do oh, I bet. anyway. Like, it doesn't sure. matter. If I got if I go to bed at 6 o'clock that night, the night before, I'm still going to wake up at 6 and go, it's early, you know? <laughs> yep. But you got kids, you got to do what you yeah, got to do. Yeah, you get up at 5 or 6 with the kids, and it's like, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. I've, I've done it for so long. It's just, I'm up, and I can stay up all till, you know, 12, 1 yep. o'clock in the morning, and I get up and do it again, and 
Um, my sister, she's worked nights for so many years. I mean, like 20 years. She's the one worked, in Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's a dealer in a casino and she's mm. worked nights. She's a car years. dealer, like game yeah, dealer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, Not uh, a dealer in Colorado. Yeah, no, she's a craps dealer in a, in a casino in Vegas. And uh, she gets to see the coolest stuff. Oh, know? I bet. Uh, man. We're going there. You got to. I got to talk to you off air. We're, I'm going. Well, we're going there in April, and we're actually staying at the Golden Nugget. And I think, is, did you? Where did you say she works? She works at the Four Queens. Yeah, but still, it's all. It's on the Fremont. It's all in the. Yeah, old it's right on the Fremont. It's the first first one on the left on Fremont. Yeah, actually, we're gonna so. have to make sure we go see her and give her. Yeah, a hard time. Just give her a rash of oh, shit. You walk yeah. in, I will. I will describe her to you or show you pictures <laughs> of her, and you just go in there and give her a rash of crap on wait, the craps table. Wait, and wait. Uh, what's going on over there, Heather? <laughs> Call me. She just said call me to somebody. Uh oh. My, my Aunt Tina says, I'll call you in the morning at four thirty when I wake up. Oh <laughs> don't do that. Ah. Oh. Go Tina. Oh uh, man, yeah, you can give her going. We will, man. And, we'll and, give her a hard time. She'll take care of y'all too, so you know. That's oh, sweet. Man. I like being taken care of. I was just in Vegas. I wish I would have yeah. known. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah back anytime, in December man, we just, were there. For my boyfriend's birthday. Anytime right. you go to Vegas, just let me know and I'll make sure. I'm yeah. I'm gonna put this big old fat piece of meat on the zip line and go down Fremont Street. Oh hell yeah! That's, I haven't not done that one. We went zip tie uh, zip line zip tie yeah zip tie. <laughs> zip. I went to the bank last week and we zip tied everybody. But <laughs> uh, that's the engineer, but zip lining it in uh, in one of the islands down there, and it was great. And uh, I've never I've never done a zip line, but I figured Fremont Street would be pretty cool. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's a gamble. You gamble in Vegas and putting this on a zip line is a gamble. <laughs> uh, no, I was I was your size when I went when I was in the islands. <laughs> Dude, zip lining is so fun. But I, I I've done it a few different times. I haven't done Fremont Street because I looked at it and I looked at the price and I was like, eh. oh yeah, that'll change my mind totally if the price is wrong. Eh, is it really worth it? But mm. like. Bahamas, Cancun, like those yeah. kind of things. I've ziplined over the ocean, and yeah. then I was just in Cancun ziplining it kind of through the jungle, mm-hmm. and it was pretty cool because they weren't, they didn't give us a whole lot of information, <laughs> but they said zipline, and we thought there'd be one zipline. There was actually three, and it's like it got oh, better yeah. and better. So yeah. like we did one, and we're like, oh, I don't know, right? And then it got better, and yeah. then the third one was like the longest, highest, fastest one. All and right, it, it was it was legit. So mm. yeah, I think the one we did was like seven of them, one. and it, it just progressively got oh, yeah. better and better and better. And then you're it's, ziplining through the canyons, so and it's like, oh shit, it's like, oh man. There was one we saw in Cancun where you get to go out over the ocean. You're really high up, and there's dolphins below you and stuff. Yes. That's pretty cool. Because I swam with the dolphins too. Yeah. All Did you places. go to the same resort? Uh, I went to, which one? It was, it was like Dolphin it's Island. Like, oh no, there's like some resort. I can't. My, maybe my wife should send me a text. I can't remember where we. I can never remember where we went. But we've been there twice for weddings, and one of them was just a really awesome resort. But I know that like Brie Bagwell and all them would go and do um, shows down there. El Dorado. Yeah, El Dorado. Yeah. yeah, that's where I was at. This, yeah, that's where. We yeah, were same there. place, and they got the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same place. I mean, place. they have different zip lining. I don't know which one, but yeah, I went and played a fiddle with the Junior Gordon band. Yeah, that's and right. We got to stay there I remember, in El Dorado. I remember Junior went there. How was that? I keep wanting to make that an excuse because I want to go back and let them pay me to be on vacation. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, the ultimate goal, so right there. So El Dorado is is a very nice oh, resort, and I, I mean, know this. Super, super nice, but like. My favorite part, I had never been to a resort where it was kid-free. 
Yeah, but then you walk down the beach and they got the second section, which is kids for families. But yeah, kid free is great. Well, I didn't see that section. All I saw was that <laughs> this huge nice please? resort with no kids, which I love kids. Don't get me wrong, I'm a teacher. But when you want to party, but, yeah, a resort. You just mm-hmm. you can just imagine it's just so much nicer. Yes, you know, and everything stays nice and clean stays nice and, and nice. all that. Yeah, and <laughs> quiet too. Quiet, <laughs> quiet, is a big one. Yeah. quiet's a good yeah. thing. So. We uh, now when we first checked into the hotel, they're like, "Hey, we have this new section. Do you want to check it out? We'll give you this upgrade to this and this." And we're like, "Sure." <laughs> so we go and we drive forever, 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 and we're going. Wait, what are, all the buildings are green now. Like, what happened? This doesn't look like the, 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 same, the resort. same resort. And it turned out they have Discovery or something like that, and that's uh, for families. And it's way down at the other end, but it's sort of attached but way down there so you yeah we were like no 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 no. we're here for an Take adult wedding back. we're here for a no kids wedding and we are going to enjoy the fact that we have no kids <laughs> yeah right take us back to the alcohol and we did then <laughs> it was great but uh but no that that resort is top notch i like it i, I could nice. i didn't like the smell of the lobby in that room that they got those weird flowers in there i couldn't stand the smell of it. <laughs> Uh, just you put me on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Morgan McKay is watching. That's another one. That she needs to come on my show, too. Yeah. Morgan, come on down. Yep. You're the next contestant. And we go way back, too. I'm just going to have to have, like, girls' night. Yeah, ladies we're gonna night. need a bigger room. You're gonna need a lot <laughs> bigger is, room. I thought this was girls. This isn't girls' night. This is, this show is now girls only. <laughs> yeah, um, we will no longer have male guests. It's only gonna be female guests because yeah, yeah. apparently I have more female friend, singer Girl friends power. than I do guys. <laughs> well, I'm I mean, in Morgan trouble lives now. in the Conroe area too. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. She says, "Oh hey." So did y'all see the Elon Musk launch today of the rocket, the big old rocket? I call it a BAR. What? Big ass rocket. Big ass rocket. It's the biggest rocket that's been launched since like the 60s. But Yeah, they put a car in space. They put a Tesla Roadster in orbit in space. It's now there. You can just go look at it. It's got cameras, and you can see it orbiting around. I will pull it up as we talk. It's the largest payload that's been put into orbit. It's amazing. Elon Musk is my spirit animal. He. uh, I wonder how long the batteries last in zero gravity. (laughs) Um, That sounded dirty. Good grief, man. (laughs) So check this out. This is the Roadster that's in space. That is not CGI. That is not fake. That is not a picture. That is a live, not not in live now, but it's a video that's taken live. I bet you there's a live this Tesla Roadster. There is. He has a yeah. Elon Musk. You can go to his page and see it. But they uh, they're periscoping it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but that's not a dude. No, that's a f- no. That's not a dude. <laughs> yes, they launched a dude hey, in a car. Checking. Like, I don't know, they took pictures and then they It's like, the new okay, space no, station. Yeah. They don't need a whole space station. They just put a dude in a car and say, hey, good luck. We'll come back and check on you. In a little <laughs> we'll bring you Whataburger and <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll recharge so your the, Tesla so, battery. So what's going to be the first fast food restaurant in space? Um, I don't know, but uh, I'm sh- that dude that's in that car is going to be the first one there. He's ahead of all of us. They even have a they even have a circuit board on there that says made by or made on Earth by humans. So just in case, because it's it's way out there. That's hilarious. I, thought, awesome? I can't believe I thought didn't know about this. Yeah. I don't know if I the whole payload. But I know some of it was headed to Mars. Yeah, the rest of the yeah. the rest of the rockets going to Mars. They yeah. just put a car in space. They're like, I have all this money, so I'm just going to throw a Tesla up there, and we're going to let it circle the Earth, and then I'm going to head to Mars. Yeah. Why not? I got that kind of money now. 
So Elon Musk is uh, a... Yeah, it's, it's called subspace. <laughs> Either way, man, it's really... It's cool. It's really cool because it paves the way for, for commercial space flight, and we can all be like... Oh, I was in Cancun. Oh, girl, that ain't nothing. I was in the moon. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, you know hell, I'll go to the moon, man. Put my, strap my ass into a rocket. Let's yeah. go, man. I'm a, I, Here I, we I, go. I've been all over the place, man. I'll, you ain't I'll, been to the I'll moon. Go, I'll in go your, there, in your man. kid's lifetime, I mean. Yeah, in my kid's lifetime. It's a, think about where they're going to go. Or their, or their kids, like my grandkids' lifetime, where they're going to go. <laughs> Everything that we think is cool and mm-hmm. like high tech is going to be nothing. In well, next look at years. how much has changed in just a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like... When I was and in it's high school, faster, I feel like. way faster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a rule for that. There's a there's a, like a scientific term for that. I forget what it's called, but anyway, it's, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll go. We'll be, man will step foot on Mars before they step foot on the bottom of the ocean on this planet. Right. Right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. It's like easier. The, the whole like abyss of the ocean that's kind of terrifies me it is kind of weird yeah but i mean have you seen the movie the abyss yeah Yeah, i haven't seen it but yeah (laughs) it's too much pressure like literally there's like too much pressure to go down there (laughs) but i see what you got but yeah yeah, we might set foot on mars before we ever set foot on the moon again that's a good possibility yeah we've already kind of been there and done that been there, done that. I like yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's uh, bit about why did we take a car to the moon? Haven't you gone far enough? <laughs> it's like the only reason you take a, a guy would take a car to the moon is in the case that they thought that there might be a woman there. How the hell do I get back home? <laughs> but uh, I just thought I don't know. I'm fascinated by by weird stuff, and I think that a, a dude that's not NASA or whatever, but just some new dude. Is sending yeah, rockets yeah. to 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 Mars, but hey, while I'm at it, I'm just gonna park my car here. Is everybody okay with that? Like, <laughs> yeah. is that cool? Uh, who's gonna stop you? <laughs> I don't see a no parking sign. <laughs> he I goes back and there's a ticket on there. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Space Another station world. comes by, <laughs> written in Russian. Nice. <laughs> 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 You're like, I didn't. This, hopefully, they don't have tow rockets yet. <laughs> There's tow missiles, but they don't go that far. Not quite, not quite. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask you, I was just going to put the pressure on you and ask you when you were going to have me as a guest at a Pacific Yard House. Whenever you want. (laughs) So here's what I'm trying to create at Pacific Yard House. I'm trying to create an environment where you just don't know who's going to show up. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm going to have guests. Like tomorrow night at Pacific Yard House, uh, I will be there from 7 to 10. Shameless plug. And I will have my buddy Ziggy Moonshine joining me. Mm -hmm. But if you get off of work and you just happen to roll on by, there ain't no reason why Miss Heather Ray Lane can't get up on that stage and sing a song. Or bust out the fiddle. Or yeah, bust out just, the fiddle. Right. You never know. Right. I've already warned the sound guy that you don't know what's going to happen. Be ready for anything. Nice. Because Th- eventually. They're good sound guys. Yep. In case they're watching. They're yes. good sound guys. They did good for me. So. Yes, they are good sound guys. <laughs> but um, I want to create that environment again, man, where it's, I don't want it to be just open where anybody and their dog can come up and play. Because that's scary. Yeah. But if your buddies of mine and friends of mine. Um, we've played shows together, whatever. There's always. You always got a spot next to me on stage. I mean, it's just. We've done that. Why wouldn't we do it again? You know, so uh, my stage is never closed to my friends. So I want to create that yeah, environment. I but like that. it'll be uh, it'll be good. But ladies and gentlemen, it is eleven o'clock, and I um, I did want to say real quick before we get out of here because I forgot to say congratulations to I got to pull up all my tweets here so I can remember who all to say thank or congratulations Thanks. to. 
Um, but congratulations on the Texas Music Pickers um, awards that they did a vote on the other day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so yeah, Bree Bagwell, Parker McCollum, uh, uh, shoot, Cody Johnson, <laughs> Jake Worthington, all big winners at the Texas Music Pickers Awards. And uh, and I didn't get to do the voting for their uh, single this week, but go to texasmusicpickers.com or to their Twitter or their Facebook and um, and vote on your favorite single this week. Every time a song hits the top one fifteen, they put it into their uh, to their little contest. And then I, I shouldn't have said it like that. I hate when I say little in front of stuff to their contest. And um, you get to vote on your favorite single, and then they get to uh, they keep it in the charts and they put it in their Spotify playlist and all that stuff. And it helps the artists out a lot, and it helps get the uh, word to Texas music pickers out there too. So. Certainly, it goes oh. everywhere. It gets on that Spotify spin list and all of that. So it, it goes a long way when you go and visit their site. And Absolutely, vote on those folks vote for those folks. And uh, so Christopher Roth, who uh, who's the owner of this station, by the way, he says that Denny's will be the very first restaurant in space. So <laughs> mm. did he say space or the moon? Hold on, what did you I'm say, Chris? Space or moon? I mean, you know, oh, if it's the moon, I would go with on Waffle moon. House. No, on Waffle no. House over Denny's because his logic solid. His logic solid. He he said it'll be the first one on the moon because moon's over Miami. Yeah, moon's over they've Miami, already got the, yes. they've already got what they they've already got the yeah. dish, so yeah. they win. They're first to yeah. shelf, and we have reference to that in music. So right. <laughs> well, uh, Randy, do um, you got anything else coming up? Tell them about what we're going to do at Pacific Yard House. Well, every Wednesday uh, evening, evening when Josh is playing, we do a live Facebook uh, feed. Uh, with uh, at least one camera for now and great sound so you can watch and view on Josh's page and uh, uh, we will work on some getting it to where we can stream it on multiple pages or we'll do it to YouTube or whatever the the case may be we'll be able to do a lot of that cool stuff Uh, then we're going to start streaming this show uh, live on uh, Tuesday evenings as well uh, and a lot, a bunch of other cool stuff um, coming up. Uh, we got studios being built and all sorts of neat things. So y'all stick around. And as soon as Josh kicks on the music and kicks it out, yeah. Well, I want Heather one more time. This uh, you got, you do have the new album out. Tell them where you can get it, and then anything else that's coming up. Like your, um, <clears throat> you said some shows earlier. My brain's going bad at the moment. The whiskey's okay. kicking in. Was that like an hour yeah. ago that I said that? I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, the album is, is out. Um, I'm so excited about that still. like It's been out for almost two months now, but um, it just doesn't get old. So it's, it's available on Spotify and YouTube and iTunes and Google Play and just pretty much everywhere where you get your music. So you can go find it on all of those places, Amazon, Prime, like all, all of us. If it's not somewhere, just tell me, and then I'm going to make sure it gets there. <laughs> so it's, it's out everywhere. Um, I think my next show that I have coming up is February 15th at Big Texas for uh, Charlie Diggs' birthday jam. And um, <clears throat> there's a lot of really cool artists on that show, Annie Griggs, Julie Roberts. Um, I'm going to be singing with Lacey Booth and Hannah Kay. So those two girls are like kind of um, just blown up right now, and uh, they both have relatively new albums out as well. So be sure and check those out too. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for coming by. You're always welcome to be here anytime you want to come thank on by. You. And uh, we will catch y'all next week. Look for the podcast to come out probably tomorrow, maybe even Thursday. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Heather. We will see you guys next time. Mañana. Enjoy the difference. 
Hi, I'm Howie Bentley, owner of Classic Auto Group Galveston, inviting you to the classic way of doing business, which means the customer always comes first. Need service after the sale? We've got you covered with our service parts and body shop. Let us cater to your needs the classic way, island style. Visit us at ClassicGalveston.com. Classic Galveston, enjoy the difference, island style. Damn, that's pretty good. Bye, y'all. 